0: What ma- what inspired you to leave this position of somewhat security that you now have, where you have money coming in, a book of business, to take another massive risk right. and start your own company?
1: So it's at the end of the day, it's like what is, what is that you want and how far you wanna go. And with real estate, there's no limits. So if you wanna do a nine to five job, then you can find that, it's so easy, but then you're limited. <laughs>
2: The video podcast that keeps you in the mix of everything real estate. I'm Noel Freisen.
3: And I'm Eric Anderson. And we are so excited today to talk about real estate as a second career. How to restart your life after things happen or changes or you're just bored or you want to do something different. We are so excited to talk about this. This is something that Noelle has done in her life. Yep.
2: I got divorced, took the plunge, and my life is beautiful now.
3: And, and beautiful. I, and I did it in my life. I was probably like 29, so not as exciting as That's as not a 40-year-old or a That's woman true. of a certain age. That's true. But we have some really <laughs> exciting people to talk to today. But first, let's introduce you to our power panel.
2: So we have our power panel here. We have Omar Sharif. Who is our flipping expert? He's the VP of the Alexander Anderson Capital Group, and he will get you flipping and burring and all of that good stuff. We also have. <laughs>
0: <Cool>. <laughs> it's cheaper to keep her Nima. <laughs>
2: oh my God. <laughs> We have Nima Mary, who is the managing partner in a Mary law firm. And he is our legal eagle. He is also our rock star deal maker. And what's really special about today, and I'm so happy to have you on.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> not you, Nima.
2: And um. you're just you're just gorgeous today. <laughs> no. Um, I'm just really confused. Are we talking about me or no? we are not
0: talking about <laughs> All you? Right, I'm gonna go All right. back to
2: guys, being awesome by myself. Guys, we have Yara Shamas. Yara is the founder and CEO of Innovation Title. And Yara is going to tell her story, how she went from being a stay-at-home mom to being the diva. And I mean the diva that she is. Yeah, so. vouch for
3: that. The diva of real estate. And we want to know why did you get in the real estate field? Yara, welcome to our show. We're excited, so excited to have you here today. Thank Yara. you, Eric. Thank so, you, Well
2: appreciate it. you have an amazing
1: story your story is
2: like inspirational so inspire everyone
1: okay well thank you for saying that so um i was stay-at-home mom for um 11 years and i got divorced and like anyone like i had to figure out what i'm doing with my life so I first started, I had some money, so I opened a kid's party place because that's all I knew was kids, kids right? So um, it was a fun place. It was cute. It was whatever, but it wasn't really something that was going to give me great income. Um, so I, um, it, was, it was a learning experience for me. I learned a lot from it. And at the same time, I collected a huge amount of debt. So, so I So kids' was, party
3: place equals debt?
1: Not really if you know what you're doing. That's so right. I did it.
0: But we on the Amex equals debt.
1: So I um um so I was thirty <clears throat> I want to say this was like six years. So it was 38 years old, $80,000 in debt, and decided to close the business and wow. try to do something else. So that was six years ago. And you said you'd been a stay-at-home mom for 11 years. Yes, 11 years. 11 years. years. So That's
3: shout Thank out you. to all those stay-at-home moms. We love you. Yes. Thank you for raising our children.
1: Yeah. So like, even though I went to college, I had my degree, I worked before, but once I had my kids, I stayed home. Like all moms want to do, like give the time for their kids. And then you know, once you have to figure out what to do with your life, then it is what it is. So, after 11 years, you don't have that much experience. So, what do you do? So, you have to start over.
3: So, why, why real estate? Why title? What excited you about real estate? Did you smell money? Like what happened?
1: I did not smell money. Like, but I felt that real estate is a field where you can. There's no limit. You know, like if you have the motivation, you have the right tools, you put yourself out there. So, um, I have my real estate license. I have my title license. Um, it's really easy. Class to take, you know, and to pass. You just and you do a great job teaching it, Center guys. For real uh, yes, John yeah, for thank you. School. Title, title, title. Um, so <clears> it's at the end of the day, it's like what is what is that you want and how far you want to go. And with real estate, there's no limits. So if you want to do a nine to five job, then you can find that it's so easy. But then you're limited. And I did not want to be limited. What, I want. What do
0: you mean no no limits in what category? money
1: and money in relationships and growing and expanding like if you have a nine-to-five job you're just clogging in and out and you're gonna gap at some point whether it's like with your title with your promotion and with your money but with real estate you can there's no limit of how much money you can make. Could Why? What
3: it, did did real estate excite you? Did you know about real estate? Did you have friends in real estate? I
1: didn't know much about real estate, honestly, especially that I moved here from another country. So like zip codes was not something that existed. <laughs> so country. it was so yeah. What country? Real I'm in that country? We have real estate. We don't have zip codes, <laughs> Nima. Okay, we barely have roads. <laughs> uh, what country? I'm originally from Lebanon. Wow. Wow, yeah. Okay. So, so my knowledge of real estate is nothing compared to people who actually grew up in this country when it comes to like geography, roads, you know, uh communities, school district, all of these things. Yes, my kids grew up here, but I didn't know much about real estate. I don't know like how it affects like anything, right? So, um, but again, I I was motivated and I saw an opportunity that, you know, there's it's an easy thing to do. I'm not saying it's easy, like, okay, everyone can do it. But, like, there's enough tools, you can do it. You, can't, you want something, you definitely uh, can get there.
3: So what was your first step?
1: So my first step, honestly, like, I called a lot of my friends because I was looking to do something. And it happened that one of my friend's um, father had a title company. So I applied for a job there. And uh, I interviewed. He saw my personality. He was like, oh, you can do good in sales. I'm like, okay. So uh, I'm... I'm like I'm definitely gonna do good in sales, but I also like I have honesty is a virtue. I mean, you have to be confident. You to, do have push. to be confident, guys out there. You do. You have to be confident to be in sales, yes.
2: to be in real estate. Please, you are the most confident person in the world. That's not
1: true. Like, <laughs> I think you're using
2: not.
4: the wrong words. I think Omar. I think you're using bad.
1: the wrong words.
0: <laughs> it can be. So wait, you, you you said something earlier. You said you saw an opportunity, right? Right. But was it that you saw an opportunity in real estate, or from what you're saying now? that you were just looking for a job and this job in real estate happened to present itself to you to
1: apply. No, I saw an opportunity in real estate, like I said, because there's no limits. I didn't wanna have a job where I'm limited to my resources, to my relationships with people, to you can only grow with the people around you.
0: P- perfect, so I'm just trying to get so our, our our audience, our listeners, right? When At what point like, were you looking at different fields and you looked and you saw real estate and said hey this is where i see an opportunity like how did real estate come to the forefront where you recognize that that's where you saw an opportunity like what was your thought process in that moment what led you there your, your kid's gym is in in it's not doing well you're like look i need to change something like right. what 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 happened in that moment when your life kind of hit rock bottom with debt and you're i need to pay eighty thousand
3: dollars back right, right. eighty thousand
2: dollars in yes. debt that that kept you up at night
1: yeah, it's actually like the light bulb clicked when I was trying to get gas in my car and my credit card that got declined oh. and for twenty dollars. And I oh. couldn't put gas in my car and also <laughs> We've all, all had
3: that happen. Come on. Yeah, but not for Except the same for reasons. So
0: all right, so at that moment, right, like you're kind of at rock bottom. Right. What were all the options you were looking at? Like what was What were you doing in that moment that out of these options, real estate stood out?
1: So I was hosting on a weekly basis a networking group in my kid's place. And one of the people in the group were like a couple of real estate agents, real estate attorneys. Mm -hmm. And I saw how much how much opportunity they had and how many relationships they had so i had other like looked into like marketing or like you were know were they successful
0: like they, they show were show up they were
1: very successful they showed up like consistency and showing up is very important in anything right so uh, i had an opportunity to be a french teacher but also again that's limited so do you want to be like it's we <laughs> oui, we oui, we love paris, oui, oui. On <laughs> paris. but um like you want the flexibility when you have younger kids, when you're stay at home right. mom, you want something that's gonna be flexible with your schedule, that's gonna get you income. And then it's hard to be a single mom. It's like you know, like what do you do with your kids? You can't. You yeah. don't have enough money to put them in daycare like all day and have a nine to five job. So it was an opportunity that you know was flexible with my schedule. I so were,
0: were they were they single moms as well? Like were, they, were these people in your sphere, of friends um, who coming to networking that? You're, you're looking at their life and you're like, this may work for me. Were they single moms? Yeah, so I
1: saw struggles with other single moms who had nine to five job, who would also help me to ask me to help them like whenever they couldn't, like they had to be early for a job or had to do some work. And they're like, can you watch my kids on which I'm happy to do because I had more flexibility. So it helps a lot. Like this field is really helpful with flexibility, helpful with connection and growing. And it's something that you put your work, you're not limited because it's what you put into it.
0: Got it. You're so not these, these people in your networking group, right? Because these were your, this was the catalyst. This is what I'm getting from your story. Right. That, These two people in this group that you helped, this was the catalyst. You saw them and you saw this opportunity in real estate. Were they single moms? Oh, no, there one was a
1: single dad actually, and uh, the other person was just this guy's got the right, yeah. Yeah. But what, but
3: so why title like, why not become a real estate agent? Like, where (laughs) did you even know the difference at that
1: point? I didn't know anything at that point, so but having um, like. The, with title, it's a bit different than real estate. You know, uh, title is like you just go and call on attorneys like Nima, okay, or realtors. Right, well, that's one reason yeah. not, right. to we'll to not to call answer right. into the <laughs> field. Not not to. To. Nobody like answers. Nima, and, right, he doesn't answer his phone or his text. Um, it's it just like it felt more like me because I also like with my background like um I'm an architect so it was helpful for me to help builders. Whoa, realtors you're an and, architect! Yes, I no, didn't know I, I didn't know you were an architect. Yeah, so that's what I went for school for. But so, uh, so you have
0: some kind of experience in real estate before?
1: Well, not in this country. Again, like I'm an I, even the way we build things. Even the way we build things in Lebanon is completely different than here. Like, but but just know? the concept of real estate, yes, right? Yes, I like, had it, so it kind of helped me a little bit. But really, it was more like you know, like the relationship and you know the persistence of creating those. Yara, what
2: were the things that Title gave you when you were trying to deal with that home work balance? So me too. I'm a right. single mom. And I get it. You have, you know, you walk through the door and you have people who want your attention and you're like, how do I go to the play dates? How do I, you know, go to the class mom meetings? How do I do all of that stuff? What did getting into real estate and specifically title for you? What did that give you?
1: So, most importantly, flexibility, right? Because you make your own hours. When you're selling anything, when you're a salesperson, you can make your own hours, your own schedule. Mm-hmm. So being a real estate agent also, that works. Yes, sometimes you have to go on the weekend, but you know what you're getting yourself into. You know how long it's gonna take. You know you can work with your client. I the schedule. For me, it was the same. So I made my own hours, so I was able to be there for my kids, for their activities, for their like games and be able to put them on the bus but you the didn't morning. know?
3: Did someone tell you that? You didn't know that. No,
1: I didn't know that. It just happened. It was like, hey, I saw. Can so- I call bullshit? Why?
0: Right? All right, so I feel like everybody talks about these fields where if you do this, you can design your own hours. But if you, in my opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong here, mm-hmm. if you choose a field and you have that mindset that you're gonna be in a commission-based business, yeah, you can choose your own hours, But no matter what, the less hours you work, the less commission you make, right?
1: No, but it's different. smart, (laughs) if you work smart, it's how Mm -hmm. you work. So it's not like how much business am I, how many clients I'm collecting. It's like what kind of clients am I working with and what value do I bring so that I have consistent business from those clients. Do you
0: screen,
3: do you work with everybody or do you pick specific clients?
1: Well, with title it's different. So like with real estate it's a little bit different. With title I can pick who I wanna work with because what I like to do is bring value, like what make us different from other title companies. We like to help our agents grow. We when we provide a great service, but we just don't want to be there, like you know, okay, we're just gonna do your business and we're gonna do all the paperwork. We're gonna point you in the right direction of what the mistakes that other agents or other attorneys are doing, which bring us to all the mistakes that real estate new real estate agents do mm-hmm. because they're not directed in the right. Okay place, you know, a lot of things like I'll give you a silly example, like writing a contract because uh, you call this client Chris the whole time and you write the contract under Chris. Meanwhile, his name is Christopher. Now the mortgage Uh, is Chris. The contract is Chris. We're sitting at the table and my clothes are sitting there and say, oh, ouch. The name is Christopher, not Chris. Now go back to the underwriter and write everything. So this is what we bring different than other title companies. We educate real estate agents. And you guys are doing a great job educating your agents because I know you do a lot of seminars with these agents to point them in the right direction. Uh, Same thing, you know, with mortgage people and attorneys who are not real estate attorneys. Like Nima knows real estate. Some attorneys. He thinks he does. I'm I'm just saying that. So let
3: me ask you a loaded question. Hold on. This is a loaded question. Mm -hmm. And please... Don't kick me under the table. I'm in the middle of of a potential issue here. <coughs> so, women in real estate, right? So you're starting into a into a title company world now. I mean, Omar and I have a lot of friends in the title mm-hmm. business. I, I don't think any of them are women, are they? No, we, we know a few women title CEO not, not, women title no, companies. No. I don't know. We any. don't know. Any. Right? Okay. So I don't know any.
4: I don't either. Yeah.
3: So you know how how does that how does that come into play like you're brand new to this country right you didn't even know what real estate was well i, feel like well, I mean i was a
1: while at well point. at that point well, i was yes, right, you like brand new years. you're brand new to no. the real industry yeah you know, to the industry so like
3: how did did being a woman affect you <laughs>
0: I was like did being a woman hold you back? I didn't
3: okay. say that. No,
1: no, no oh, it was I fine. Did not fine. I, yeah, I, I, I see what you. your question is. So yes, we are. I understand.
2: One, I mean, I think this is a great question. Yes. Um, because okay. Don't I think. Be sure the, it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think the answer is what makes real estate so special. So, as a woman, did being a woman affect you going into title, opening up a title company, being in real estate?
1: So. Okay. So did a woman affect me? Yes. So in but which in what way? way? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So w- this industry, like real mm-hmm. estate, a- being a real estate agent, there's a lot of real estate agent females, more mm-hmm. than males, mm-hmm. but being as a title except owner, in commercial, except what in commercial, commercial.
0: commercial. there are more men. We should talk about right. that. How in the, the commercial world uh, is dominating well, right.
1: Yeah. So, and, and the title uh, world is title dominated. World <laughs> is domi- no. So t- title salespeople, there's a lot of female title salespeople. people, <laughs> really? but yes, but title, Company owners, owners, they're very few. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it takes a lot to manage a tile company and also building relationships and depends. I want to say building consistent relationships because the way our industry unfortunately is in a lot of tile companies, it's it's not very compliant. It's like what you're gonna give me so I can (coughs) give you industry. Uh, But no, I actually
0: have
3: something in my
1: throat.
0: Like I've been doing this like five minutes. (laughs) Are you
3: are you implying that because you're a woman? People wanted you to give them something back. So being a woman,
1: no. So men thinks that like they're more powerful. No. Yes, kickback. But also, men thinks like okay, they have a better bond with other men in this industry. So like yeah, you're my boy. I'm gonna give you the business. I hear it so much. Like okay, no, so and so is my boy. I can't give you the business. Okay, stay with your boy because the value that your boy is bringing is nothing compared to what we can give you.
2: How did so you? How did you work around that? That's big, and that's right. big in. And you talked about we. We've talked about commercial. Commercial real estate is male dominated. So all you women out there, get into commercial because we need you. <laughs> but how did you? How did you work? Did you around ask me that question? Huh?
3: Did you ask me that before you said it? About what? If we need.
2: Yes, we need women. <laughs> Any anyway, let's We need just, talent. He's cancelled. So you could he's be canceled. a
3: woman, you could be a man. Whatever. How did you we love how you did all. you
2: get around right. the
1: the woman factor of of being with this old boys' club <clears> and <throat> needing to work your way in there? so i'm still getting around it okay mm-hmm. i mean i am and i'm still getting around it but bring value and stand out different so the way we stand out different like i said we do a lot of educational seminars for the agents that people don't do other tile companies they do parties so if you're that person who want to party don't come to me because i'm not going to work with you i want to bring value so we can grow together getting you drunk and and serving you like uh, like a hundred dollar steak is great, but that's not gonna get you mm. more clients. That's not gonna. <laughs> Wait, point that's you not gonna happen after that. That's, that's a really good yeah. point, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm so, how, to, how did you open up your company? <laughs> what? Like what? what so led so you to open Yes, up a so company? I I started working for Victoria Abstract, um, my previous boss, and I I grew the sales of the company within one year from 400 to 1.2 million. Wow. Yeah, so, and how did I do that, right? So I did it because I brought something different, again, not the partying, not the lunches, not the dinners. And I have one policy in my company, by the way, we don't do happy hours at innovation. So we don't do any of these things. Well, what we bring is like help you with your marketing (laughs) campaigns, help you with- Because we
3: at the Center for Illicit Education, we do happy six hours.
1: Okay, so you're doing happy hours to create bonding between your real estate agents, yes. right? Yes. And like, like that's yes. different. That's okay. team bonding. Okay. You're not taking clients out and getting them
3: drunk. drunk I mean, I if they get drunk, we don't, we don't necessarily condone getting drunk, but we're not gonna.
1: Right, say, but but you know, I'm saying it's different. Like I them. do team building with my with my team. Like we do like uh, the axe throwing. We did top golf. We do happy hours like from four to six with like appetizers, but not okay. like getting drunk. So that's different. So what we brought, what we bring different is like, we do like marketing sessions. We do, we bring value of like how to focus on getting like more clients uh, or build your agents. Like I remember Tuesdays were my bagel days. So I would go to Panera and again, like I, I, like it with title, you can spend like $20 and under on every client. So Panera had a special. For $9, I was able to take 24 bagels and cream cheese. So I would pre-order the night before like 20 oh, wow. bagel packs, right? Okay. And they put them in this beautiful box, gorgeous box. And um, and I, w- I made stickers with my name on them and I would stick them. And it's all about presentation when you're doing yeah. sales. We, we agree. So and I would start at 8am and sometimes you want to go early because the attorneys are there before the Paralegal, who's the gatekeeper, and won't let us in, or you want to go late? So the sneaker. lawyers are there first. Sometimes, yeah. Well, not you and well, I know. What kind of
0: lawyer is that? Yeah, the one <laughs> like, who actually works. Know, for all you lawyers out <laughs> there. You how know? little work yeah. do you have to do that you, you get know? there first? Like,
1: so <laughs> I would go. I would start at eight a.m. After I put my kids on the bus, and I would start like I would like cold call, like show up with a bagel box and say hi, like and a lot. I got a lot of rejection. Like we work with so and so. I'm like, it's fine. I was in the area. I just want to stop by.
3: Did they take the bagels?
1: Of course they did. Okay. So actually one time, one lady said to me, oh, we don't like bagels, Like we're very healthy, we don't need to bring anything. I'm like, well, I'd like to bring you something. And she said, you can bring water. So what do I do? So I went and I took their logo and I put it on labels and I wrapped 24 water bottles, put them on a silver platter with a clear foil and said, I got you water. <laughs> that was So that was beautiful. like, it was kind of F you in your face. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get no, you water. But it's, but it's creative, right? But she, let,
3: but she let you in.
1: But she let me in and that because left an she saw impression. Because it's her logo too. Yes. That's so, wonderful. Yo, why do you
0: want to deal with her? She sounds like a B word
1: doesn't matter yeah, it's
3: about money you but have to go it. for the business who yes. cares it's i
1: mean you have to and that's why i'm saying about real estate like there's so many doors open for you like if this door closes you go to another person well, why are we you? talking
0: about so we got the water let's let's roll back to what omar uh, sorry, the stages of how you got right. into title. So I built so, a company. So wait, I, before, right. before you build a company, you right. go, you're at your house, you see these people in real estate, you see opportunity, you apply and get a job. Now right. you're working in title. Right. How long did it take you to grow before you decided you are going to make your own title company? And at that moment where you were just an employee, before you were... Uh, an owner of a title company. Walk us through what your responsibilities were and how it affected your family and what you went through before you owned it. So let's start, um, you're hired. This is the phase in your life where you're hired. Walk us through that phase.
4: And also, how do you go from a top sales rep to a business owner? Because it's a very huge jump. Yeah. Right? So why not just stay a top sales rep and continue doing that? so,
1: So walk us through. Right. So when I was working at Victoria Abstract as a sales rep, there was a lot of things that the company protocols I was not, I did not like. Like I, my most important thing like is my credibility. So if I promise you you're gonna get good service, then you're gonna get good service. I but- will say this is something
2: that real estate agents who are thinking about True. becoming brokers should also yeah. think about. Because so many of you guys come to the Center for Real Estate Agent, you're like, wait, I wanna be a broker. You wanna be a broker even before you're a salesperson. Yes. The back office yes. is what makes a good brokerage, what yes. makes a good title 100%. company. If you don't have that back office then you're not gonna help the real the real estate agents that are underneath you, you're not gonna help your title salespeople. It exactly. limits your
3: it limits your growth. So if everybody saw that the TV show Suits, um which I think is still airing, yeah, there know. was this there was this the main lawyer who was like a NEMA-esque lawyer, but you know <laughs> I've actually been called that guy before. Um, so this guy Barbie. was was amazing, but he had an amazing. Was she a paralegal or an assistant? Paralegal. But she owned everything. To us, to us. She knew mm-hmm. like what she knew how much sugar she needed. She knew when he woke up in the morning what kind of mood she was going to be in. That was his back office, and he
0: helped her grow. <laughs> My and staff knows he's to up to be in every morning. Same every morning.
2: But you (laughs) wanted to have a company
1: with a good. Yes, so there was other salespeople in the company besides me, but they couldn't. They didn't have the tools that I had because I created my own tools. So Mm -hmm. I was doing much better than them, and they hated me. But it wasn't like their fault. So because you, went Dar- I didn't have- you went
0: Darwin, right? Listen, at the end of the day, when you're the best, when you're producing, why are you gonna make money for someone else? Call it what you will. If you can do right. something better, why not do it and make more money? But let's go back to again. Now you're hired. You're climbing the ladder. Like the people listening here want to know your story. How did that affect your life right now? You're at eighty thousand dollars in debt. Right. What did you go through? Did you start paying your debt down first, so, and you started making money? How were you getting compensated? Was it commission? What did you Was do with salary? your first profit check? Okay, what
3: did you do?
1: Let the mm. poor woman speak, Sorry. guys. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, okay, so Let me answer Dima first. So, how did they, Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Bye, <Bye-bye>, Eric. <laughs> okay,
1: go ahead, Yar. Okay.
2: <laughs> oh my God, I am going to put you both in the corner, Yar.
1: Okay, out, guys. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I have to say the first six months were like really bad. I literally slept three hours. I did everything that I now have 15 people to do. I did it myself. There's so many ways for you to make an impression. So I tried my best. It was hard. And it was hard to, like, balance the kids, the activities, the clients. And because I'm a little bit of a control freak, I had I, w- I wanted to be cc'd on every single email, which now we still do at Innovation. Every salesperson is cc'd on every single email so you know what's going on. So even, like, if your client mm-hmm. lost the email and they asked you for the same thing over and over again.
3: Everybody sees it.
1: Right? You know that, like, it's there. Um, so Does that, that one, happen
0: often?
3: It
1: happens a okay. lot. So, um, so that got me.
0: <laughs> Let's just go back now. Not to know. Not innovation. Innovation doesn't exist yet. You are now working. So now, yeah, so at I'm working. Victoria, right, it's a Victoria a Abstract. Email me. Abstract.
1: Okay, so actually it was Secret Abstract. It, it, they called us Victoria's Secret all the time. And this uh, is why women don't get. That's a joke. Anywhere. That's why women <laughs> like. That, well, I mean, if you stand out for yourself, you will. No. Um. So <laughs> anyway.
0: Eric's comment was the facetious one, not Victoria's. No,
1: name wow. I don't know how you do it with those guys. Mm. I don't know. Let's go back. You
0: am so, trying I to keep her on topic here. I am
2: so sure that this audience sees my face, where I'm literally rolling your eyes.
0: We're going from 2018 to 2022. So let's go back. So I
1: started building more sales rates and I built like a lot of sales in one year so I I decided at that point it was it was first hard six months and um I like had to keep communicating with my kids saying like this is not gonna be fun mom's never home right but right it took it's a temporary situation until you get where you need to be and I think wait
2: that is a really really important point right you have to know that the hard work that you put in because you feel like well it's taking you away from your kids I know when we first started the school I felt like well I'm never with My son, I'm never there for him. But you take that and you get to the point where you can be. Yes,
1: everything is temporary, right? Right, So you know, if you put it, if you give it your heart and your soul, and you're gonna get there. So once Mm -hmm. you get there, you can just like, you know, relax a little bit, and that's what I'm saying about like flexibility. So the beginning was hard, but Mm -hmm. it was a temporary situation which you can figure out how to manage. And once you get to the results that you want, and that's what I'm talking about, the flexibility part. So real estate is very flexible because now I can start making my own hours. Once I established my clients, now I don't have to go there at 8 a.m. with a bagel because now I have after the relationship. After I made it, yeah. which it took me a year. I mean, you know, it's it's how much work you Were you
0: Were me. you getting paid when you started salary? Or I was on a
1: draw. What's okay. that? So a draw is like you get like a minimum payment and then like every six months you adjust and you see like how much money you're bringing in. But so, I so you're commission
0: based effectively. Yes. And they would give you an advance on your commission. Yes. Was that enough to cover your bills or did you have no. to take a bet? Did you have to take a risk? It ownership? was enough yes. to
3: pay for gas.
1: It was enough. Real to-
3: estate agents don't have draws.
1: Yes. So it wasn't it wasn't enough. Okay,
0: so you were betting on yourself. You you were saying yourself, I'm gonna make this work. Yeah. And you know, and guys, so whoever's listening, like this is super important because real estate in general is not a salaried basis. So a lot of people wanna get into it and need and are looking for an immediate means of compensation. That's not going to happen here. Mm-hmm. So you you have to be willing to invest in yourself, bet on yourself. But when it comes, right, it 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 comes and it starts coming more and more. Yes. So and, and
3: all and right. can, if you go into a specific property manager job, or if you go into a leasing. Job, then you can have a salaried real estate position, but that's not where the big money is. Right. Yeah. So we're talking about big money here. So
0: so you took this bet on yourself. You're there for about a year now, right? You build up your own book of business, you're out on sales. Were they telling you, like, were you getting trained where the owner, who's now deceased, was he telling you he's Yara? He's not deceased,
1: he's not deceased. Oh, he's I so thought you said died. There was no, another one. I didn't say died. The owner of foundation, <laughs> oh, died. First so, common, yeah, died. the first it, company. Or whatever, whoever owned it, was he
0: telling you, Yara, this is how you train, this is what you do, or were you teaching no. yourself as you went along? No,
1: I taught myself when I went along. Well, and that's why it's very important when you're at a brokerage as a real estate agent that you have the support. Mm-hmm, if you don't, mm-hmm. like it's very important where you choose to hang your license. Don't go after just like if it's a name. Just look what support they
3: It's gave. never about the commission, it's about the support yes. behind it. It's about who is your mentor. It's not you the have it. a mentor. It's, it's your not your the stupid office. gimmicks or like the you need mentorship. The flashy nonsense. You no. So who is your mentor? Did you have a mentor?
1: I didn't. We hadn't that. met yet. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So
3: we're one
4: one year into it. You're a top sales rep in this company now.
1: Right. So I'm I'm the top sales of the company yeah. and like I said my back office was very important. So as good mm-hmm. as I am, I was losing business because my back office was not right. good enough. Mm-hmm. So my clients were like we love you. You're doing an amazing job. You're bringing so much value for us with <clears throat> the back office well, our attorneys because a lot of attorneys have relationships, right? So when my agents are saying to their attorneys, I want you to use this company because they bring value to us, but my back office is messing up. Mm-hmm. Now they have no leg to stand on. So I was like faced by no back office. But I'm sorry. I cannot give you business anymore. Got it. So but that's what why was the light bulb moment. The moment you said, so, I'm going uh, so to- I call
3: I call that the aha moment. What was your uh, what was your aha moment. So
1: my aha moment is they made. The big problem happened when one uh-huh. payoff at, at, that's why title copies are important, a payoff of a mortgage ended up not being paid for a long period of time. Mm. That's, that's a lien that's not going to go anywhere, right? And now we close on the property and the, the lien was not discharged because the mortgage so was So the not money paid. never
3: transported the The transported,
1: but like, you had to do a payoff and then they just didn't pay it. So at that moment, I was like, okay, this is not okay. I can I work so hard to build my clients, and I'm losing them over a stupid mistake like this. That's, it's not an well, acceptable Well, that's not a stupid mistake. It's not an acceptable it's a, mistake. That's literally the right, definition big, of
0: malpractice.
1: Yes, malpractice, exactly. So at that point, I was like, okay, <clears throat> I was contemplating going to another company. But then I was all like, okay, I'm going to be maybe faced with the same problems. And I figured, like, I want to have my own back office. So I know... Like when you call me and you say I made a mistake, I tell you very confidently. <laughs> that me. call's not coming from me. I don't know what's in
0: your cup, but like.
1: No, no, but,
2: but when someone, someone.
1: I'll
0: burn my own house you. down and walk out and blame the <laughs> blame a bird.
1: So if somebody calls me and say, well, yeah, well, scared. this is this what happened, and I, I confidently say no, I'm 100% sure it's not on us. Okay. I, I stand every morning at the meeting we have a meeting every morning at nine fifteen 15 in my office
0: she drives to work every day playing shaggy's it wasn't me <laughs> oh my god
1: i can't and i i tell i tell my team like i'm so proud because i can go to meetings and say we I don't make perfect. mistakes <laughs> Not, I'm yeah, not perfect. Really my team important. is perfect. My team and like my, Marissa is the CEO of the company. I love her. Like right, Jennifer nobody's my perfect, but, but her, you but set
0: very high standard yes. that you expect a high level of performance. Everyone makes mistakes, small or large. They all make
1: but mistakes. But look, I very confidently can say when people call me and say like, what's going on with this and this? I know it's not a title issue. I know because that's how ignorance some like agents are, like they're very ignorant. Why are you and pointing at Eric? I'm not, I'm saying, I'm, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing hands. All right,
0: hand I go, didn't, I we, didn't ca- feel like ca- I was ca- being pointed ca- at. Ca- ca- can we go and talk about the major question here? Yeah. You're one year in. You just went from having $80,000 in credit card debt, right. and in 12 months, while you're still taking draws, building a business, you make this massive pivot to Opening your own title company. Like, mm-hmm. that's not small changes. Like, you're jumping. You're jumping from one level to a completely different level. Yes. In that 12 month, one, did you pay that debt down? Two, aside from the work, what, what, ma- what inspired you to leave this position of somewhat security that you now have, where you have money coming in, a book of business to take another massive risk right. and start your own company as a single mom?
1: Okay. So, I did not want to settle or what limits me, right? Brava. So,
3: brava.
1: Yeah. I love so that. So I don't I would settle. say bravo. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I the don't the have a mustache, so I'm just going to say good job.
2: <laughs> the last time I checked, she was a girl, and it's brava. I, but okay.
0: Never heard that. Didn't know
3: that. My
2: mom's an opera singer. I know these
0: things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're so uncouth, Eric. mama,
1: <laughs> 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 Okay. But you, so said, I said, yes, time. like I said, that's like, that's so wrong. there's no limit with real estate. You want to limit yourself? You know, you want to grow. I have... Two amazing daughters that I want to like see them grow and give them everything I can possibly give. Um, so bravo,
3: bravo, 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 bravo.
2: You want another language? And if no it's more? multiple people, it's bravi. Just so you know. Did
3: you
0: just make that shut up?
1: No, my mom's an opera singer. Oh, she was you, at the Met did, for did, like did, ten years. Did,
0: did you did you pay off your eighty thousand dollars in debt before you made this jump?
1: No. It's so here's the thing: you have with with everything in life comes <coughs> risks, right? And then you have to. You have to make decisions. And sometimes when you feel it's wrong, just jump in. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was very right, scary. Wow. It was very scary. Like I still had debt and she, I. She
0: meant when you feel it's right, jump in. She said when I feel it's wrong, jump in. Jump
1: in. Yeah. When, yeah. when even you feel it's wrong, jump in. Even feel like if you're scared. You're so scared.
3: you like, what was what wrong? Prior company or starting your own company? I, no, I don't no, know about that advice, guys. It feels wrong. I had,
1: because I accomplished so much in sales, right? So I was, I reached like a decent salary with my commission, right? But now, And I didn't have any like liability or worry about problems, like Mm -hmm. for title problems or like worry about if they don't do the payoff or like a check is lost in the mail or all of these things.
0: for capital or payroll.
1: Right. Or Or claims or any of these things. But I was I knew like, okay so yes, you can make more commission, but also you're limited because, again, you're working in a company that's not giving you support. So um, I said
3: you felt something was wrong. What was that?
1: I felt. No, she meant no, when she I, said, when you feel it's wrong, jump in. She no, when you,
2: you, you feel it's scared. wrong, it's scared. Like, no, it's wrong. Scared. Like, what are you
1: doing? You're jumping into your own company. You have a fixed salary. You have right. a fixed income. You are in a company that's functioning perfectly. Like, why would you do that? Right?
0: Because you want more.
1: Because you want more. Because you don't want to settle. Because, you know, in this industry, the sky is the limit. H-
0: so, how much money were you making by end of year one? You don't have to answer that question. No, no, because look, a lot of
1: people you know, listening people want to know. a lot of people yeah.
0: listening um, wanna know, like, if you jump in, there's no salary, there's draws, like we're not asking how much he's making now, right. but how much at that point, you after you a year of hustling, you don't have to where answer. were don't
1: you? Answer. So but, like, but
0: also, like, what
4: made you feel comfortable that you could keep this going one year into it?
1: Okay. So was it
4: just the money or was it like all right,
1: no. I have i knew my what i brought as a title company was so much value than everyone else out there like t- t- industry, the title industry is very hard to cut into it's a cut through it industry, is especially in monmouth county There's yeah. so many tile companies so where's many, that that's in new jersey <laughs> and there's so many like um sales rep like again in in a, in a industry where's like you know so many people so for me to decide to be a female owner. and again as a company you build relationships with other company owners and that brings back to the like company owners are mainly males Mm -hmm. right um but i was very confident with how different my sales approach are and how unique of a value me and my team now bring in.
0: So you knew you would give a good product and you thought yes. with your good product and your relationships that you built that you could be successful.
1: Yes, I had mm. no doubt.
0: But
4: I think that's still tough because title. there's a lot of title companies like she mentioned. And yes. to, to even think that you're gonna start your own title so company. So competitive. Look, yeah. these
0: guys have money, they have capital, yeah. they're taking out lawyers, they're winding dining, mm-hmm. which is a huge part of this business. So you're yeah. going in there one year out the box and we still don't even know how much money she made, but you know, when we find out, we'll know that level of risk you're going to take.
1: So, yes. so basically,
3: <laughs>
0: so you
3: wanted to build a better product.
1: Yes, and I wanted better support because I tried to expand <coughs> the company that I was working for, but because of how things are, I couldn't help the other salespeople because I was I was like asked to be top sales <laughs> team, mm-hmm, right? Sure. Managed everyone, but they couldn't do what I'm doing because there was not enough support. How much were you making? so when i started with foundation i was at forty thousand dollars okay okay and then when i moved to victoria after because i grew the sale of the company immensely and like i was like managing a lot of things i was making eighty thousand by the end of the first year okay That's so amazing. guys you're That's going good.
0: from That's you're right. you're I going mean. from thirty three hundred dollars a month to almost twice that right no she's going from stay-at-home mom at zero a month right at negative 80, to 3,300. I
2: mean, yes. that was a big thing because $80,000 in the United States is, is, no, it's a is big thing. you're, you're it, able to take care of yourself
1: and yes. you're able to take care of your goals, but you
2: Number. wanted more. But
1: again, it's commission, right? So right. commission, right. there's no limit. You're right, it's hard kind for of. Yeah, but you're an attorney, it's okay, I don't feel bad for you.
3: So I think yeah. one of the reasons, <laughs> one of the reasons Noel and Surely I, struggling So one of the reasons Noelle and I gravitated to having you here today on this podcast was we saw a little bit of our our own story in you um, because we started this. You moved here Rose from State.
0: a foreign country. <laughs> I moved and didn't here, know English. I moved here from New Jersey to New Jersey,
3: and Noel, Noel actually, Noel, like, Noel actually did a really big move. She came from. Like a really different place to another. She went from New York to New Jersey, so that was like that a was massive. Huge. That was massive. massive oh my massive God! Massive from
2: Manhattan, no less. To Jesus, New Jersey. you
0: made that. Com- you Maybe traveled. So that's that just many like that's just, just like
3: that's just like Lebanon, Lebanon to the U.S. It's it almost is. similar. It is, but at at least that's what depends what on where in New York. Yes, yeah, <laughs> <it>. But um, <laughs> we, when we started our school, we were we were in an industry. We've seen different things. We, <laughs> we, you know, I'm not going to say it was a predominantly man or woman's world, but it was. A predominantly old school teaching yes. type world and we wanted to to give a better product we saw that opportunity and we saw that we wanted to do something different which is what made you successful so so we did the same thing
2: I feel that I mean I resonate with your story and I literally when we opened this school I got a divorce that year so I get it Eric, you stressed
0: her out that much
2: <laughs> uh, no, but, but it was what I'm in progress it, before. You know, people would have looked at me and said, "Why leave? Why leave an industry where you were secure, where you would get that paycheck every two weeks or whatever it was, because you want more?" And the thing that you know, and I, I, I know you can vouch for this. The thing that I always tell people coming into real estate is real estate does not really discriminate, because if you are an older person, if you are a woman, if you are from a <coughs> certain ethnic group, you can cater to those people that are your peers. And you know, as a real estate agent, if you're starting and you're like, all I know are the moms from the PTA... Mm-hmm. Go market yeah. to the moms from the PTA. If all you know are you know people for, from your from your neighborhood, which are all Korean, go market to the all Korean neighborhood because you speak their language. Right. So real estate, and I'm sure title getting into that sales was a you know it's it doesn't discriminate. It's amazing, and you want more.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, sales is very like. Uh, gives you so many opportunities. And you have to find something in common. At the end of the day, you can sell anything, but you have to know a lot about it. And Mm -hmm. you have to know how to sell like your, like it's your relationships. It's how you do things and people to be confident in you. So that's why credibility is important. And that's why support is important. Because if you want to go sell, a name of a real estate office or brokerage, and I work for this company, mm-hmm. what makes you so special? Right. What makes me gonna like trust you? Like people look for like different brand names in real estate right? It's because they established your name. But not every office of a franchise is operated the same. No. So it doesn't mean if you're a franchise office in Hackensack or like Monmouth County or like Bergen County or whatever you are, that means just because you belong to this brand that you are who you are. I am no one's brand. There's a lot of big title companies existing right now, and they're so flashy in their branding, but they don't do it as a good job, and I'm taking a lot of their clients. Why? So because you're saying this,
3: the smile only gets you so far?
1: Yes, you have to prove yourself. Okay. I mean, the shine is whatever, <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, it's what are you bringing to the table?
3: So when you picked title, had you had any other exposure to real estate?
1: No, besides like... Buying my house with my ex-husband and signing papers just was because they were telling me sign here and sign, sign there. Sign I had no idea okay. about anything. Um, which fun fact: if you buy a house and you put it under an LLC, if you divorce your husband, he won't get it. So if wait a gets. minute, <laughs> ladies, 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 But you, if can't you get a mortgage. buy if you buy a house under,
2: under LLC. an LLC and you get a divorce, he does not get half. Does it go the other way around? Uh, this Nima, how money. do you buy a house under an LLC? You can.
0: First off please nobody take legal advice from the non-lawyers <laughs> at the
2: table.
1: It's, we're not like, giving legal advice.
0: I'm going to just saying. go ahead and disclaim that to everyone. Like, don't go to court and be like, well, I always saw this podcast. <laughs> <Noelle said. laughs> that's like quoting judge Judy, judge Judy case law 101. Like, no, that's not a real thing. Um, you know, what what Yara's talking about is a transfer of title doesn't require your significant other's consent to transfer title, right. but there still is quite an equitable claim into your yes. properties under right. LLC. But, they
1: can, but you can buy and sell it, and then they can go to court and figure mm-hmm. it out. So everything else. So she so is not teaching
0: has you how to hide money in your divorce. <laughs> that is not what's happening on this podcast. And every state has different laws. She loves LAMP. Right. 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 Every state has different laws. I don't know what a land That's exactly, like the worst, least of our problems right now. Like we're having <laughs> to tell people to like hide money from their husbands and wives and like. So I just want to ask, I want to ask Omar a question because mm-hmm.
3: you have. Four wives. S- sort of.
0: <laughs> so how many LLCs do you need to? Own? I mean,
3: that's possible. But you have a similar um, scenario back in the day. Right. And you, cho- you were in a sales career and. Like, why didn't you choose title? Why so, did you choose right. real estate? Real
2: estate is your second that's act.
3: a good point. So I could relate to a lot of things that you
4: said. I, it, I find it really impressive that you went from a sales rep to starting your own company. I still don't know that whole transition, but no, it, it must, we but didn't but get to that. But it was really <laughs> impressive. Um, but similar to what you said, I was doing medical sales. And it was really challenging. The company, right out of college, they gave me New Jersey. They said, go find the doctor's. I'm like, do I get a list? Do I get some sort of existing business? No, just go into cold calling, go meet doctors, go into every hospital. Um, and it was really challenging. And there was a ceiling above my head the entire way through. Plus I had to do what my manager was telling me. Income was limited and I'm working hard. I really want to get results over here. So after a few years of that, I got tired of it. And I realized, well, what, what can I get into that doesn't limit me, doesn't have an income gap? That I, if I'm working this hard, why can't I just go approach houses and start selling them? There's houses everywhere. So what if I just knock on a hundred doors? If that's what I want to do, I'll get better results than I'm getting at my job. So that's the reason I got into real estate.
0: So guys, even from a lawyer's perspective, right? Like my day job's a lawyer. Right. At the end of the day, for the most part, you you know, unless you do there's obviously exceptions to everything like personal injury, but you know, lawyers bill hourly. You are limited mm-hmm. to how much money you can make based off of the hours you can make. Of course, right. you would then have to hire people. They bill their hours, but really there are caps set in terms of also what people are willing to pay for certain items. But in real estate. Right, you don't have those. there are no caps because you you invest in the product that you know has a range of buyers, so you know even when it comes to a job like a lawyer, which is not a sales rep, like even if you own your own law firm, you're not an employee. There's a ceiling really in every industry, but when it comes to real estate, the only ceiling is the one you build for yourself mm-hmm. right Love yeah yes. yeah
2: and Agreed. i I just want to say um. You can come to the Center for Real Estate Education, recareercenter.com, um, and explore. Explore what you may want to do in real estate, whether it's flipping, whether it's title, whether it's becoming a real estate agent, you investor. know, um, an investor, right? You know, uh, we talk about all of these things on this podcast, and um, it's, it's something that there's so many facets that you can decide what's right for you and they all have unlimited potential. So,
0: yeah. Yara, so you gave us the rocky version of your story, right? Um, let's hear actually some of the the underbellies of it, right? You told us all the great things that you did, the products you are offering. What were you afraid of? Like, what were the things that in your heart you were like, okay, if this goes wrong, like, I won't be able to pay my bills. Like, you know, my kids have to get new clothes. Like. What what was really going on aside from this, like you know, I'm gonna truck rock, rock. through this. Like, He's what was really going? Point. What was going on in your mind? And what do you think the people listening to you taking advice from you, like, what would you tell them about how to overcome those feelings?
1: So, in order to jump from being a top sales to owning my own company, I didn't have a capital, right? Right. right. So how did I do that? Mm-hmm. Um, so because I didn't like how things were, I approached my ex boss and I said, I don't want to like go somewhere else i don't want to screw you over basically and you know so let's figure out a deal where like you're out of control of anything and then i can do whatever i want and i want to open my own company so he agreed to sell me the foundation which is like the team that i kind of built as i was there and managing the company and retire on an x amount of years plan that i pay him which i'm still paying nice so I didn't have capital. There's always creative way to bigger things. That's really brilliant. That is yes. brilliant. Yeah, right? yeah. So that really is. because I like I was still paying my debt. Okay, so what was I scared? Was I, I committed to myself? Like now I have. It's like a mortgage payment, but mm-hmm. a very expensive one yeah. to X amount of years that I'm stuck. But contract. less
3: in, less expensive than if you had to figure it out yourself.
1: And arguably yes.
2: more just better. It's better for yes. you because you're you're investing in your future.
1: Right. But I, I like I worked so hard to put myself in a position where like I had leverage to say, OK, yeah these are your options. I can go somewhere else and you lose all your clients. Mm.
3: So or, did you did you come up with this idea or did he proposition you?
1: No, I came up with the idea because, of wow. course, like, why would he want to like give up? all this money that i'm building uh but he was he's a he's like he's a nice guy we still have a good relationship you know i'll call him every now and then uh i still have x amount of years hopefully it'll be done soon uh and but that's how i found a solution but sometimes when you're so passionate about what you do i know you you're good at it you don't want to throw away any opportunity so but i was scared of like how i'm gonna manage this company now yes i'm building it i hired some of the people as managing the company now it's gonna be my own now i have to pay this guy i have to pay my mortgage i have to raise my kids. Right. You've got have to, to pay make, them before you pay yourself, yes. actually. I, right. In my contract, I have to pay him first, so it doesn't right. matter. I can make X amount of money, but if I have to pay him like X minus one, and then I'm right. making one. You, but you right? have to so find like, the one, right? Yes, exactly. Right. So that was like a lot of pressure on me, but again, like not to be like sound, like I'm like so confident, but like I'm, I knew the value that we brought that was not out there, right. and I knew if I build a sales team that does exactly what I do.
0: But we're going back to rah-rah. Let's go but, back you knew, but,
1: you but you knew
0: that
3: me, you
1: asked me like how so okay so i built it so, builded, what, what, so what i was afraid my afraid of is like not paying not, be, not making money basically failing failing after being a mom right and i failed like because i opened a small business before that didn't work and put me mm. in debt so i was worried of failing again but and feelings not just for you no, feelings for your kids for too, my kids right? for everyone for also the team that i have the, who mm. believe in me but you cannot like succeed and build more if you don't fail like you learn from failing and that's how you improve if you don't that's fail you're not gonna grow so yeah. you have to fail. You have to taste how terrible so it is. So you
3: have to not be afraid to try.
1: No, can't. Well that and actually learn from Natalie your failures.
2: Natalie wants to know exactly what you're summarizing. Natalie wants to know what is the advice that you have for women just starting out in this field um, and in this economy, how can they grow? What can they do?
1: So yes, this economy is like a little bit different, but if you I believe if you work, put your heart and soul in anything. If you give it your best, you're not gonna fail. I really, I'm a big believer in this. If you give it your best, you're not gonna fail. Plus your motivation. Eric
2: Eric is always talking about that. So am I, you have to go head first. And
1: ask yourself why why you're doing what you're doing so find the reasons why my reasons over my kids like I I just had no other options like you know I'm not wasn't going back to my country I wasn't going back to my family I had to be here and I'm we going
2: back to the husband either no, right?
1: definitely right. not <laughs> which, which actually that could be some kind of motivation for you out there because like right. some people say oh she's not gonna make it on her own and she's gonna have to like come back crawling no yeah,
3: okay, no yeah, but is it good to base your motivation on spiting no, no but oh, why I said no, the no. So,
1: but yeah. it I mean, it's it definitely feels good feels good success is a good revenge Anger, Success is an excellent revenge. But but what what mine was like the my why were my kids. Like find your why. When you have your why, nothing will stop you because you well, would do anything for your kids. Yara,
0: was your husband when you were making these changes in the beginning, you made it clear that in that one year, you really had to work hard and there you weren't around. Right. Was your ex-husband supportive? Was he helping with the kids during that time? Like,
1: no, at the he, beginning, no. Because we, uh, now we're great friends, but at the beginning, like, like any people divorced, you hate right. each other, you sure. want to kill each other. Exactly. So like, you want to see the other person fail. But mm-hmm. now we're good. But at the beginning, no, it was hard. I, I also, it just happened, I broke my ankle at the beginning, which was really bad, <laughs> I couldn't drive. But that's, but that's when was also- he driving like, you around? No, he wasn't. Who <laughs> you
0: watched your kids. Like for all the people out there, who don't have like, you're interesting because you came from other countries, right. really, your family's not here, for all the people listening who don't have like their moms to come and watch their yeah. kids for them, like how did you overcome that aspect? They watch themselves. So
1: yeah, sometimes they watch themselves uh-huh. and like sometimes I would leave the house, I had an alarm system, I had camera in the house uh-huh. and like, you know, like I had to leave them, my neighbor like was nice, yeah. like she would check on them. Like you have to use all your resources, like whatever resources, you have to think a little bit outside of the box, but the main thing is like, like as a mom, you do anything to get what you need for your kids. So, like I that's mean, I bring
2: Brendan. I mean, we all know I bring Brendan here all the time. I mean, shout out to Miranda, my mom. I love you. Thank you for always being there for name? me. Miranda, I did
0: not know that. I love her mom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you mommy. so much
0: that he does not know her name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you, mommy. But um but yeah, I Brendan sits in here he, all during COVID. He did class yeah. right in this room. So yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, definitely. Like I mean, you have to ask people for help, and it's okay to ask. And then you can pay them back. Right. So all the people who helped me, like I think the one thing I'm really good at is like I don't like to owe anyone anything. Mm. So whoever helped me, like i um I paid it back. How, and you did, will.
0: how did you overcome the gender bias of just being a woman sales rep to business owner?
1: I, I mean, have you overcome it? No, I still like. Uh, it's funny. I still like a lot of people and a lot of business owners. Um, even when I'm sitting at a place or like at an event that I earned to be there, like mm. they still like look at me a little bit different just because I'm a woman like, you know, and but you know what, like it used to bother me. But now I look at them like you're so threatened by me that you had to say something stupid to look stupid in front of a lot of people that work with you. So you just made a fool out of yourself. And... Um, <sighs> Good for you, but that shows like how powerful women can be because it's they're not used to. Sorry, no offense, guys, but some men are not used to. Not these guys. No, preach. these guys are. Awesome. Preach! I'm um, always here by myself. Yes. Yeah, some yeah. Men, some men like feel like okay, just because like maybe the old school, I mean, I'm not the new generation. Just because you're a woman, or because I have a bond with the with the boys, or my bra, or whatever <laughs> my bra. <laughs> like uh, so. No, like I mean, we have bonds with a lot of female realtors, a lot of female, very few female mortgage ladies do that you, I love working with. Do you
0: find that you get support from females in the industry? Do you think that Definitely. They, they go out of their way to look out for you and, and kind of have your We practice?
1: actually, I am a woman owned and operated company and um, I have female partners that we work together to support female real estate agents nice. and help them grow. We don't have a commercial female real estate agent yet, uh, but and we're we building like team leaders that we're growing.
2: Yeah, we actually uh, the Center for Real Estate Education works with the Displaced Homemakers Network of New Jersey, and we actually give scholarships all year long to women who are coming out of divorce or Mm -hmm. who've just been widowed, um, who need to get back into the um, the work world. And because you know, I, I always talk about real estate doesn't discriminate, this is a great opportunity for women who are making that second act, who are making that change. So we give scholarships, we give maybe 20 to 30 scholarships a year. That's awesome. To people to start their, for women to start their real estate careers.
3: Second act is the way to go. So there's two things I wanna just point out. One, Yara said about um, females have, there could be a, a, this is the wrong word, stigma, but like when they're, you know, in the title industry, people may not like the female, Jumping into that business, but that could be in any industry, and it doesn't and sure. it doesn't have to be female male. There could be other things like, you know, as as a, a young man starting a real estate business, there were people that were were not happy with the approach that we took because it was different. So it's all about being different. Um, you can be different in any way, shape, or form, and still get issues uh, or pushback from being different. So you just have to um, push forward and just yeah. and just make it happen. Don't want let more. being different. Yes. Don't, Don't let being different stop you. Don't settle if you're different, just, just go for it. And I love that you failed and that you came back stronger and that you made that failure into an amazing success because that's really the way to do it. I failed um, at I think one thing in my life, maybe two. but um, And I've taken that and I've made myself stronger with it and I've came back and, and it's just been um, a real amazing uh, journey. Um, my mentor, uh, I know I said two things, but there's going to be four things. Well, we have three. Okay. So. so my mentor failed probably at like 30 or 40 businesses mm. in his lifetime. And he made 50, 60, $70 million at the age of 55.
2: Wow. Okay. Really?
3: So there's no limits to what can happen in life. You just have to go for it. You just have to make it happen. And my last thing is I'm so impressed with you just in general, but I'm impressed with the way that you thought outside the box to get that title company, that owner, to creatively come up with a structure to help you build your business and buy him out. And um, you're surrounded by real talent at this table, and you know the four other people, wait, one, two, three, the three other people besides you here and me, these are three of, of my closest friends and business partners, and I always find myself being extremely creative like you were coming up with these crazy wacky ideas to do something and i always pitch it to these crazy people and they always support me and we always do stuff so go for those crazy ideas think outside the box that's what's going to make you successful so uh, great job yara
0: yara before before we wrap up can you give us 10 title tips we
2: cannot have 10 title tips
0: three title tips
2: three title tips
1: always always hire an attorney Okay. Do not buy any real estate without an attorney. Okay. Okay. Uh, Do not use a divorce attorney to buy real estate, please. Very good. Very, very important. Uh, And as real estate agents, make sure you get your CO on time because that could delay your closing and your commission. Ah. It's very important. Make sure you get the right names for your um, agents. That's three. Good. All right, guys. Sorry. We
2: were here with Yara Shamas, and thank you so much for for being with us. Thank you, Nima. Thank Nima. you, Omar. Thank Final you, word. Noel. Final Thank
0: you, word, Eric. Nima. I don't like being
4: put on the spot like that. <laughs> Final <laughs>
3: word, if you Final can. word, Omar. Mm-hmm.
4: No, really impressive. You should have been on our podcast for what is in your DNA because uh-huh.
0: business is in your DNA.
4: Real estate's DNA. not
0: in her DNA. Business so don't is in forget, her DNA. Don't
3: forget to subscribe. So we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify. Everywhere on we get podcasts. Something else. Center for Real Estate Education.
2: Please subscribe. We'd
3: love to hear your comments. We'd love to know more about what you want. And remember, if you visualize it, you can own it.
2: Bye, guys. Soon.
0: Remember, guys, sharks always eat.